With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, my name is Nick from the Marlins Catch Podcast. Make sure to follow us at Marlins Catch on Twitter and Instagram. For more Marlins content, check out our website at themarlinscatch.com. The Marlins Catch Podcast is sponsored by the Baseball Podcast Network. And you can follow the Baseball Podcast Network on following platforms. Instagram, Baseball Podcast Net. Twitter, Baseball Podcast One, without the T. YouTube and SoundCloud at Baseball Podcast Network. You can listen to the Marlins Catch Podcast live on blogtalkradio.com or download the Marlins Catch Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Enjoy the show. It's going down. I'm yelling to my What's going on, guys, and welcome back to the Marlins Catch Podcast. A um, little unusual to do this early as uh, it's a special time here at 5 o'clock as we will be basically doing a pregame here for the Marlins as they start up the series against the New York Mets. Lissandro is back here again for the second episode. Uh, Lissandro, come on in. What's up, guys? How are you guys? I hope you guys are doing good. Um, we're going to be talking about the past series against the Rockies and the new up-and-coming series against the Mets. So, hope you guys enjoy. Mm-hmm. And before we do get into that series, we're going to start off with our weekly thing, the weekly awards. I know we didn't do – last week we did one for spring training, and now today we are going to do it for the opening week of baseball. So, we, as you guys know, we played the Rockies, and we split the series. We went two for two. Um, you know, I, I saw a lot of progress in the last two games when we won two straight. We had 16 hits on one of those games, which I was very, very impressed with. And let's just talk a little bit about who won the weekly awards. So, first, my MVP of the series. Um, at first, it was very, you know, far apart, but now it's very close, in my opinion. And I think it's got to go to Miguel Rojas. He's absolutely on a tear for the series. Uh, went three for four on that one night with the 16 hits and carried us to a win, Colorado, and Tyler Anderson, who was starting that day. Miguel Ross really found good contact with the ball, and I really got to give him the props for it. Uh, just really, you know, he was just in the zone there, and I was very, very impressed and pleased with how he played that day. And I think Miguel Rojas will be our guy moving forward. Even though J.T. Riddle and him will be splitting a lot, depends on the matchups, I'm going to have to go with Miguel Rojas as he is also in starting line for tonight, Lissandro? Uh, my MVP, my this week's MVP for me, um, I do agree that Miguel Rojas had a had a monster monster four game well monster series against the Colorado Rockies. But I I will give mine to JT Riddle due to the fact that um I saw he was had good contact, uh, was hitting the ball good and he hit two home runs against the Colorado Rockies. One was a pinch hit home run on opening day. Um, I'd have to give it to, to JT Riddle. 
as my week MVP, as this week's MVP, and for my Cy Young Award, I would have to give it to Sandy Alcantara, who went eight innings, shut out. It looked phenomenal. I didn't, um, I didn't, re- I didn't expect him to do so well, but there was just outstanding his his pitching. So I gotta give props to him and JT Riddle. Yeah, for sure, definitely a big day at the plate for Riddle, and I know I completely agree with you guys. Definitely, it was a close call, and you know we saw the bats really picked up, and I was very, very pleased with that um, here for the Marlins as they are two and two. Uh, just good signs for the future here, definitely with the bats. So, with the pitching, with the Cy Young of the week, uh, I don't know how you cannot give this to anybody else besides Sandy Alcantara or Alcantara, however people like to say it. Um, this man went eight innings, let up four hits, six strikeouts, and zero earned runs, and zero walks. And walks has been a constant issue with Sandy Alcantara, and seeing him do that was absolutely phenomenal. Gives us a lot of really, really high hopes for the future of this team. And that's all we preach about is the future of the team. We want a long-term answer for us here. And you know, seeing what he did that day was definitely, definitely impressive. And I look to see a lot more of that from Sandy moving forward as he is going to be our future ace of the team. Sandy Alcantara has won my final for the week. Oh, um, like I said um, before, for me it was a, a close call between uh, Alcantara and uh, Pablo Lopez. But Pablo Lopez, who pitched on Saturday against the Rockies, who gave us our first win of the season, Pitched good, um, led up did let up two earned runs, but overall pitched pitched an overall good game. But I I gotta agree with you, Sandy Alcantara had a had a great game. Uh, like you said, control is something he's had problems with in the past, and that up zero walks with, with with zero earned runs. So I had to give my uh, Cy Young award to uh, Sandy Alcantara. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, again, the pitching was great this week. Very, very impressed on what we saw. And Pablo Lopez and Trevor Richards both pitched well. Jose Rain had a little bit of uh, a rocky start, uh, but that's okay. He hopefully bounced back from that start. But, you know, we'll be talking more about that later as he'll be pitching this upcoming series. But, yeah, those are our two winners there. Um, and still a lot of bats. And Jorge Alfaro hit one out, too, but and when going back to the hitting, Riddle did hit two home runs and does lead the team with home runs. So that I got a point out there, which is very, very good by JT. So, Pablo Lopez, Trevor Richard, Sandy Alcantara, all three of those guys picked excellent this week, and hopefully Caleb Smith can get the job done tonight. So, Benson, it is that time for the mailbag questions. We're going to cue Benson in here. As you guys can go ahead over to Marlins underscore news on Instagram or the Marlins Universe or the Baseball Podcast Network Instagram story. Put your questions in there for the mailbag, and you'll be featured right here on the podcast. So we will get started and dive right into the questions. Benson? Yes, yeah, so we're only going to take one question this week, and the first and only question is from a baseball follower 33. He wants to know, do you guys think Chen should be released? If so, who should take his place in the pen? Hmm. Well, First of all, this baseball follower guy, I do like him. He's always asking us questions here on the podcast, so we uh, definitely appreciate that. But, yeah, with Shen, I don't like him on this roster. I'm going to say it straightforward. 
but if we release him, then we have to pay it. We have to pay the salary that we owe him, and that is a huge amount of money. So that may not be the direction we should go in. So I think that at this point in time, we either we should keep him in the bullpen and not use him much at all, because again, you want to have him on there. You don't want to just pay the money and he doesn't pitch. As much as I don't think he's very, very good, um, I think we do need to just leave him in there. But if we are going to make a move and we do release him, the man I would call up to active roster would be Harlan Garcia due to the most experience. And he was pretty consistent two years ago, but last year he had two one-hit games. And now he was very solid as a starter, but then started to fall apart. But out of my options here, I would bring up Harlan Garcia as a replacement if we would, would to move, uh, were to move Chen. But at this point in time, I think we just keep him down in the bullpen. Lissandra, what are your thoughts about what we should do with Ian Chen? Um, like I expressed myself in last week's show, I am not a big fan of Wei-Ying Chen due to several, several reasons. Um, like you said, I would not want him on the team at all, but due to, due to the contract that he has, um, it would be a waste of money for the Marlins to, to release him due to the fact that we still pay his contract. So I say uh, we keep him on the roster and don't play him in tight games. Um, and we we see if we can get some improvement from him and we get some improvement and we can um, see if with improvement he can be a trade piece for, for literally anything. As, and if we were to, if we were to, if we were to release him, I would, like you said, get Jordan Garcia due to experience, or Elisa Hernandez, who did play in the last year's was in last year's roster, did not play that much, but um, he he's not better than Jordan Garcia, but um, he does have some experience and is a decent arm to have and can open some games. So I'd choose either Jordan Garcia or Elisa Hernandez if we were to somehow get rid of Wei Yin Chen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And Wei Yin Chen did not have a good spring either. And I, I don't mean to be hard on him. He, had a, he was very good at home last year when he was healthy. On the road, he was terrible. And no matter what, I do not think Mattingly should put him in on the road. That definitely should be a no-no. I do not. His road stats have been horrific from last year. So I don't really think he would be the best bet on the road. And as a matter of fact, at home, I almost blew the lead last night, thank you, um, yesterday during the afternoon. Thankfully, Sergio Romo came in and shut the door. Um, but, yeah, uh, definitely um, a good idea to bring up Colin Garcia. But, we unfortunately, we can't trade him. I mean, we can trade him, but no one can accept the amount of money that his contract is on right now. So that's kind of out of the out of our options here, unless we're willing to pay most of the money and have to pay a small portion of it, portion of it. But no, I do not see Harlan. I do not see Lee and Chen leaving the team soon. So, going to our next topic here, we were talking about we will be talking about the Rockies series and our upcoming series here. Um, you know, we the Rockies is a tight series for us, and I think that you know we can just kind of recap what happened those those four games. 
So, starting out the first game, uh, of course, was opening day, and Jose Urania was the pitcher on the mound. You know, we were all coming in here expecting to win that game, and losing opening day was definitely um, you know, a hard pill to swallow here. You know, we're ready to go and everything else. But the final for that game, which is Thursday, we lost 6-3. to three. The game after that on Friday, even though Trevor Richard was pitching, he pitched phenomenal. The bullpen couldn't handle it. We lost 6-1. to one. Again, there was only two hits that game. We really could not get the bats going. Those first two games, our bats were struggling heavily. And Mattingly changed around the lineup every single day, hoping for some magic to come out of this. But finally, in the third game, I don't know what happened. They exploded with 16 hits and got the win over Colorado 7-3, to three, which was a fantastic game. Pablo Lopez was absolutely healing on the mound. And remember, he only let up two real earned runs. That third earned run came with a man on base when he, after he got pulled out. So maybe if they left him in, he could have got that final guy out. I don't know. But that was charged for him. And then, of course, Yesterday we won three to nothing, uh, a shutout against the Rockies. So, and we saw the bats, but I'm really concerned about Lewis Brinson and Brian Anderson. Not so much Anderson because he's kind of a proven commodity here, and I know he could turn it around. You know, he is just, it's his third season. Um, that average doesn't really scare me as much as it should be. It's like a 0.81, but I just expect him to be off to kind of a faster start. Him being a leader here in this. Uh, clubhouse for them. Kind of expected a bigger start for him. But Brinson only having that one double, remember, they get robbed of that potential home run with Ian Desmond out in the center. But, you know, hopefully Brinson has a big game tonight against Steven Matz and the New York Mets. So I'm just hoping for Brinson to get out of that. But, Sandra, what are your, some of your things that we should point out that happened during the first week in the first series of baseball against the Rockies? Um, the the pitching, the overall starting pitching from the Marlins was was pretty phenomenal. Trevor Richards, Pablo Lopez, Sandy Quintara, like you mentioned before, all of them putting series against the Rockies. They were all on point. Jose Reña was was a bit rocky. He did get hit with a ball, um, and that kind of like shook him up. Maybe maybe that was one of the reasons why. Um, he let go six runs in four innings, but um, I think the starting pitching was was phenomenal. The bullpen kind of struggled in the, in the second game, but overall the bullpen was fine this this um, this series. Um, batting batting was uh, was a roller coaster. I felt in this um, in this series. Due to the fact that in opening day we only got four hits, even though three of them were home runs, uh, we we still lost. And second game wasn't wasn't any better. Um, and then we it was like we went from low to, to like a really high with with 16 hits in the third game. And um, in the fourth game we we got uh, we got run support uh, by uh, Jorge Alfaro with the two RBI single. And the uh, home run by JT Riddle, and so the the bats were were they weren't swinging, swinging like the third game, but, but they were they were better in the first two games. Um, I do agree with you. I Lewis Brinson and and, and Brian Anderson, Brian Anderson did not have a, a hot a hot start to the to the season, but um, I I I think they'll get better going forward. Um, somebody who surprised me um, was Rosal Herrera. I think he did 
are really good in this uh this uh series. Uh stole a base, got a base a couple of times, so people like Rochelle Herrera surprised me. Uh those yeah, mm-hmm. those are some things I know Jorge Alfaro strike the bat um uh, pretty good, he did strike out a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, I was really surprised by Rafael Herrera and Jorge Alfaro. They brought the bats this week, and so those are one of the good things I saw from hitting. Yeah, and one of the big shockers was Rafael Herrera, and I want to talk a little bit more about him getting into the next series here against the Mets in the upcoming games. But before we do get into that, you're going to take a small break, and when we get back, we'll be talking about the upcoming series against the Mets and other teams. This Tuesday, tune in to FanCast, where our host will break down the latest on all news from the Philadelphia Phillies. We'll be looking at the opening weekend against the Atlanta Braves and how players like Bryce Harper, Aaron Nola, Reese Hoskins, and JT Ramuda all performed. We'll be looking ahead to NL East rivals like the Mets and Nats and who is the Phillies' strongest competition to make this year's postseason. Tune in for all this and more this Tuesday on FanCast. Okay, guys, we are back here from the break. Uh, but before we get into our next topic, if you want to go check out some seats for the Marlins Mets game coming up here at his home, just head over to stubyard.com. And with the promo code BPN10, you can get 25% off on your first, 10% off on your first order um, of tickets there with the promo code BPN10. So if you want to get some tickets for the game this week, head over to stubyard.com, promo code BPN10, and you can get 10% off on any order. And also make sure to head over to the Baseball Podcast Network uh, dot com and head over to the shop and get yourself one of those Lewis Brinson T-shirts. Uh, very comfortable, very nice to wear. Just uh, head over there and get one of those for yourself. But anyway, getting into the next topic here, the upcoming schedule for the fish. So of course we play the New York Mets today, and it's going to be a key game if we want to get the series started off on the right foot. A three-game series with the Mets coming up today at seven ten, tomorrow at seven ten and Wednesday at 6.10. And then, of course, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we take on the Braves in Atlanta. Two, both games, Friday and Saturday at 7.20, and, of course, the Sunday game at 1 o'clock, basically 1.20. And then they will be off on Monday, and following that will be the Cincinnati Reds, which we'll be talking about next week on the podcast. So what do we do against the Mets and the Braves? So let's talk about the Mets first here. Um you got guys like Robinson Cano. They got a strong team. There's no doubt in my mind. They have a strong team. And coming into this, they look like winners coming out of free agency. Definitely made a lot of splash moves, especially with Edwin Diaz and Robinson Cano. And they got Stephen Matt going tonight. And even looking at their lineup tonight, look, you got Med Rosario leading off, Peter Alonzo, Robinson Cano, J.D. Davis, Michael Conforto, Wilson Ramos, Justin Camille, Juan Lagares, and Stephen Matt. See, that's a nice roster right there, especially looking at Ahmed Rosario with the stellar speed. And then you got Peter Alonzo, the young kid, and Robinson Cano, and Conforto. So, we got to be able to put these guys away early. Like I said last week, you got big hitters, just like the Rockies. And the pitchers that we're going against is going to be DeGrom, Senegard, and Matt. But not in that order. DeGrom will be tomorrow, I'm assuming. And then the, no, no, and then the Senegard, of course, the day after that. Um, no, I'm sorry, guys. Vargas will be on Tuesday, and then the Grom on Wednesday. So, the Grom is definitely going to be the hardest one. The Cy Young 
the NL, that's going to be a tricky game as it's on Wednesday, 20, and we really need to get the bats going that day very early. Jason Vargas, kind of a lesser pitcher than DeGrom, not really as established as DeGrom. And Stephen Matz had a nice season last year, too, so we need to watch out for him. Uh, tough series coming up with the Mets here. They went up to Atlanta, and they swept them in three. And they so, not Atlanta, they went up to Washington. They did lose one. That's my fault, guys. Um, but the Mets coming at two and one. We're coming at two and two. Uh, you guys are a strong team, remember, and they are going to be a wild card candidate. So we need to go out there and defeat the Mets. Uh, Lissandro, your thoughts about the Mets, us coming into the series against the Mets? Um, the Mets, um, they've definitely, they definitely got a lot better in this off season, acquiring uh, players like Robinson Cano and um, making their bullpen much stronger with people like Justin Wilson, um, bringing back um, Familia and getting Edward Diaz in that trade with Seattle. Um, I think the key to to us winning this game is will be again our pitching. Um, I'm very excited to see Caleb Smith back on the mound after he had um, a seri- uh, season end injury last year. Definitely uh, was one of our best pitchers last year. Um, very excited to see him back on the mound today against Steven Matz. Um, I think tomorrow uh, the game uh, against Jason Vargas, we should – Jason Vargas did not have a good year last year, so I think the Marlins has to um, have to score early especially on Tuesday's game against uh, the Mets uh, with Jason Vargas on the mound against Jose Ureña. Um But p- pitching pitching's key. I think the bat, the bat, the bat, the bats will be there. Um, but I think pitching will be, will, will definitely be key to beating the, the New York Mets. Um, even though we do play uh, Jacob DeGrom, who is, like you said, the National League Cy Young pitcher. Had a phenomenal have had a phenomenal game against uh, the the Nationals on opening day. Um, he beat the duel against Max Scherzer, but um, I I think uh, it, this will be a hard hard um, hard series. But I think we can get two two out of three games against them. Very excited to see uh, how Brian Anderson does this series, especially as I think he's going to have a really good. Bounce back series against uh, against the Mets. So let's see how it goes. Series coming up, the Mets and Lissandro, Let's start with a little prediction here. Do you think the Marlins take the series or the Mets? And if they do, in how many games? Um, I believe uh, the Mets. I I believe we can beat the the series against the Mets. Um, two two games out of three. I I have a strong feeling that today. Um, Caleb Smith will, will have a, a good game coming back from injury. He had he had a pretty good spring. Um, I think he he'll he'll outdo Stephen Matz, and I definitely definitely believe that the Marlins will take Tuesday's game against Jason Vargas. Um, depends on how um, depends on how Jose Reina pitches. Um, and I think the the game against the Mets will be close. Uh, mm-hmm. Will be close. Oh, it'll be a, a good duel to see Trevor Richards against the the Cy Young winner. Um, I don't think the Marlins will be able to get that run support against for Trevor Richards. But you never know. Honestly, you never know. Baseball is a 
you always play to the last out. You, you never really know what um what what will happen. But um, I I honestly think with the two games out of three, the first two games will be uh, will be ours for sure. Yeah, and the rotation coming into that game will be as follows. So of course tonight will be Caleb Smith on the mound, looking for a big comeback game for him, and then tomorrow will be our ace. Jose Ureña, and then Wednesday against the Grom will be Trevor Richards. So, so hopefully we get the win in the series. Uh, I think we will take the series two to one. Hopefully we do, unless or it'll be it's um, not yeah two to one, or maybe it'll be I don't know, but hopefully or one to two. But hopefully we just we play good, and uh, I just think that we'll be all right coming into this. So, the next one coming in will be the joining against the Atlanta Braves in Atlanta. But before we get to that, we actually have a caller again. And uh, we got David Springs here coming in here um, as a caller today. He is from Coral Springs. So, David, come on in. Hey, uh, Nick and Lisandro, How's it going, guys? What's up, David? How are you? How good, are you doing, good, David? good. Not bad, not bad. Hey, no, just uh, – you know, just wanted to touch base. Um, I'm a Met fan, but, uh, you know, long-time Met fan. But, um, you know, got to respect what the Marlins have done in this opening series against a pretty decent Colorado Rockies team. Um, just kind of want to say that, you know, I, I don't see you guys – I, I got to disagree with you, Lisandro. I don't see you guys taking two out of three from us, primarily because I don't know if your, your pitching is going to be able to hold up against the lineup. Um, you know, and I, and I think that's going to be critical. Um, you know, like I said – you know, and taking a look at your offense over the weekend, you had a couple of good wins, but, you know, those home runs that you hit in the first game of the, of the series, you did it, you know, pretty much in, 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 uh, in mop-up duty where, you know, the game was pretty much out of reach because you guys were down 6-1, and then you hit those home runs to kind of close the gap a little bit. So, you know, I respectfully disagree. I think you guys are going to have a tough time against, you know, what, what I consider to be a strong pitching rotation at, with the Mets, uh, a pretty good, you know, lineup and a pretty loud and boisterous, you know, Met contingency that's going to be packing the stadium. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a tough series against the Mets. And, no, you are correct. And you usually do good down there. So, you know, yeah, so, and I am saying that. Saying that. Yeah. But, but, again, you know, like, we had the big series down here that was 18 innings uh, last year. So maybe we'll see a little bit of that magic tonight here. It'll be a fun game to, to watch. But, you know, I do got to respect your opinion. And, David, I uh, do you think that, you know, Stephen Mass coming in here from a solid season last year, do you think he's going to have another solid outing against Miami today? You know, I think he's got the – I think he's got a chat. You know, anything can happen early on in the season. I think if your confidence is up, you know, um, I think anything is, is possible. I, I, I don't think he's going to want to have too much of a bad outing against, a, you know, a very young lineup like, like what the Marlins have. But, uh, you know, one of the things that the Marlins have, um, and that's, you know, Curtis Granderson, who knows the Mets pretty well, you know, coming from the Mets. So, um, you know, like I said, that, I think that, that's, that's, a, that's a positive for, for the Marlins. So, uh, I think overall it, it should be a good series. I think we should expect it to take, you know, two out of the three. Hopefully it doesn't become to a, a, get to a rubber, <laughs> a, 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 the rubber game in game three. Hopefully we can take this one and then tomorrow and then uh, – you know, kind of put you guys on your heels a little bit. But, you know, that's one of the positives about being a young team. You don't know what you don't know. And, you know, as long as the Marlins can go in there with some type of confidence, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Especially being a young group out there. 
and going against a nice team like the Mets who are ready to compete in the NLE. So it's definitely going to be a fun series to watch. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm looking forward to watching it. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to get down there. But, um, you know, like I said, I, I, I think overall good things are going to happen for the Marlins. It's just going to take a little bit of time, just hopefully not against my squad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do, we'll do. It'll be a fun series to watch. <laughs> Sounds good, guys. Hey, take care, man. Thanks for taking my call. All right, David. Have a good one. Thanks, Thanks right. David. All right, guys, that was David Springs calling about the Mets Mullen series. Um, thank you for calling in, David. So, remember, if you guys do want to call in, uh, the podcast number is always on the Baseball Podcast Network Instagram, or you can just go and call it in right now. Here's number 84. So, we are down to our last two minutes here on the Mullen's Catch. A little shorter episode than usual here. We're just going to talk about the, Bra- the Braves going up to Atlanta. Uh, this is definitely going to be a tough series, even though they lost out. Um, he lost that series when they came down here in the whole round between the incident. Luckily, I do not think he will be pitching that day. It will most likely be after Trevor Richards. It will most likely be Pablo Lopez, Sandy Alcantara, and Caleb But, you know, again, that's a series with the, uh, that's upcoming. Acuna, Albies, Freeman, Donaldson, definitely be another hard line that we got to go against in another NLV team back-to-back. So hopefully we can get our bats going that game as we will be up in Atlanta for our first road series of the new year. But that's going to have to do it here on the Long Kiss Podcast. Thank you guys all so much for joining in today, Lissandro. Again, thank you for being our new member of the Long Catch. We really love having you on here, and uh, we look forward to next Monday right here on Baseball Podcast Network. The Marlins Catch is produced by Benson Fexer. The Marlins Catch is a production of the Baseball Podcast Network. Be sure to give our host a follow on Instagram, Nick, at Marlins Double Underscore News, and Lissandro, at The Marlins Universe. Follow The Marlins Catch on Instagram, at The Marlins Catch. For more of The Marlins Catch content, be sure to head over to their website, at themarlinscatch.com. And for more Baseball Podcast Network content, head over to baseballpodcastnet.com. Follow the official Baseball Podcast Network social media platforms. Instagram, Baseball Podcast Net. Twitter, at Baseball Podcast One. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-1. YouTube at Baseball Podcast Network. And SoundCloud at Baseball Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in to the Marlins Catch. We'll see you next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. 
CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.